Welcome to Women with an F-Tub Mind. I'm your host, Ms. J. Marie. And it's not about awareness anymore. It's about doing the damn thing and ruffling as many feathers as you can. And here, we're about sexual assault, sexual harassment, domestic violence, and the lack of mental health help in our military. And we recognize it's a human issue and not just a specific gender. So just be ready for what we've got to say, because it's time to do the damn thing. listeners and this week I'm going to say now happy holidays and this week's episode is very special and kind of different for me but one of the things a part of my platform is mental health in the military and the stigma on it because we all know how the mental health goes especially if you are active duty but the holiday times or as we call it the holiday blues is an extremely trying time for our veterans and our active duty service members. So today I brought on a special guest and you all know him as a veteran with a sign, but I would like to welcome Zach. Hey. <laughs> Again, thank like you. I said, <laughs> of course. And no, thank you seriously for taking the time to come on here because like I said before this, I know you were a very busy man and you are just a jack of all trades. Like you're more than veterans. I mean, I didn't assume i mean i assumed you were more than that but like that's what everybody knows you as your veteran with a sign <laughs> like yeah no i'll take it I, I greatly appreciate that no i'm i'm honored to be here of course and for those that don't know he is a marine i almost started i just play the little stupid ass song <laughs> yeah so what okay so like i said everybody knows you as veteran with a sign what was I guess the, I know you probably get asked this a thousand and one times, but what is the inspiration where it was like, Hey, this is what we're going to do. And then this is what we, what our goals are, I guess. Um, oh, what was inspiration? <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I was, I was really bored, um, is, is probably the best place to start. I started, um, the pandemic started and, um, I was at home with my family and I've always, uh, done writing. Um, I've done writing for other, uh, platforms before and other media outlets. Um, a good friend of mine works at the, I think, it, yeah, you know, he still works there. Works in the New York times. We were in the Marines together and he'd always encouraged me to write. And I've, I've always found it to be quite the, uh, catharsis writing. Um, it's a very, I'm trying to rub my facial hair. I always hate when I do that, but um, um, it's a very cathartic outlet, right? So I, I like to say that writing will chain you to the emotional honesty of a moment. And um, I've been noticing that there were a lot of things on the internet at that time. Um, there was like dude with a sign. It was these CrossFit things. There's dogs with signs and stuff. And at the time at my work, I was working in healthcare at the time and I was doing some stuff with. Uh, marketing and um i think this is still true but infographics are like the most palatable um way to spread information mm -hmm. right and there's like even a weird formula to it like imagery colors and messaging oh yeah and time of day everything yeah 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 <laughs> like oh, yeah. that i mean you can get into the weeds on it um i i honestly think it's all made up but because <laughs> it's like everyone who tells you to do this stuff it's just like after they did it and like it's like um, it's somewhat impossible to predict uh, beforehand. But so I was like, oh, what if I, you know, did something like this? And, you know, it became like a creative writing outlet. 
um, for me. And I, I started it in March of 2020. And the first sign I did was um, drink water, uh, take some Motrin and ch- uh, change your socks. And uh, <laughs> it was the first sign I ever did. And that was, <laughs> that was, um, that was where it all began. And, um, you know, did it for like a month or two. So just making content and, um, you know, I saw it as a new writing tool and it was a, it was a big departure from the stuff I'd done for like the Huffington Post and New York times and things like that. But I was like, you know, media in general has shifted to a multi, uh, medium platform experiment, um, not experiment. Uh, that's the way people take in media now. It's just, there's multi, like, it's, uh, it's not just writing, it's visual. It's not just visual, it's audio. Like there's lots of different things. And, uh, so I did that. And then I started and a guy I was served with, I was, he'll reconnect with him and he worked with me for some time on it. And, um, you know, and just recently went on to pursue something else, but, um, which is good. And now it's at a place where it's still continuing to grow and it's causing me to stretch my uh, wings creatively to find different ways to engage and make it more relevant and honestly more appealing to me. Um, and so it's, it's, it's been fun. It's been fun, but like there is a, a method to the madness, which is um, I can't tell you to not kill yourself every day because nobody will listen to that. So yeah. I have to find different ways to kind of, I don't say maintain the audience, but kind of maintain people's attention. Like, you know, this, this recently I was, you know, dressed up as un- you know, cousin Eddie from national. Oh my Lampoon. God. I love that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he's like one of the most famous veterans in cinema. Um like everything he says is hilarious. Like it's all like these warning signs from the VA basically. And um, like each line he has is like more interesting than the last. You know, when you made that post and mm-hmm. I think you made a comment or something about the fact that what you just said, the VA part, I mm-hmm. literally went and watched the movie and I was like, yeah, wait a minute. Holy shit. Like yeah. I didn't even think about that. Like just watching it to be watching it. And now that I had to like kind of think, I was like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, like in, when you're younger, he's just like the crazy cousin, uncle type person. But as you, you know, now as I'm older, I'm like, man, <laughs> Uncle Eddie's out here. I mean, Cousin Eddie's out here spitting fire. Um, <laughs> so it, it's just been that. And uh, I don't know, I've, I've got another one coming up that, uh, you know, I put my content like a month at a time at least. And um, I don't know, I try to always... Uh, be aware of the environment without being too like uh i don't know older than now or like that i know stuff because i'm i'm well aware that i'm a 30 plus I'm a 34 year old man with you know, two uh, middle school aged daughters and a wife so I, I don't really like know like everything um i'm just trying to learn and trying to continue to like be the best version of the person i'm supposed to be would you say that doing this is kind of like a unhealthy coping mechanism kind of thing for you i don't know but that's a very good question hang on um <laughs> sorry no just opening my coffee um let me guess it's a black rifle yeah 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 <laughs> there's a promo code you can use for it but yeah um veto uas but yeah no it's, it's great um yeah it's it's um a coping mechanism i don't know it really just honestly it's just a creative writing tool for me um uh, maybe it is a coping mechanism it really allows me i mean I've, I've created this character who's like a very very hyperbolic version of me like well i hope it is i hope it's not as 
I hope it's farther <laughs> away from from me than than it probably is, because like it's um. I don't know. Do you uh, do you know who Miranda Sings is? The it comedian sounds... on yes. YouTube who goes like, "Hi," you know, like she had a YouTube show and all this stuff. I kind of think of yes. it like that, but I also don't <laughs> want to be trapped in it. Um, so it's kind of like that, but I don't know. It, it you know, comedy at its best, it, it's a uh, you know, it it's used as a way to talk about complicated issues in a palatable manner, or at least that's how I see it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like Richard Pryor has one of the best bits in the world about um, a crack pipe, but he was like talking about drugs. He's talking about drugs. <laughs> he's talking about the cocaine at, uh, crack epidemic. But like even him, he's doing anything. He's like chase people down the street, and I just think about that and things like that. Um, you know, Lenny Bruce, all the things he did for comedy as well. Um, I don't know. I know you're kind of like your. I don't want to say inspiration, but kind of did it come from like dude with a sign? Is that what I heard? Correct me if I'm wrong. I saw it. Like yeah, kind of where that. the idea was, because I feel like it was. I mean, after I figured out who you were, like. I think it was yeah sometime last year mm-hmm. and I like everybody does the sign I think that's fucking yeah, awesome and it's mean, always goofy shit too like I yeah some of my posts I even do it in I've noticed <laughs> that um yeah no I saw it I saw I saw do with the sign but uh I'd really um I guess yeah I mean I'm sure I was inspired by it but I mean the main thing I was looking at was like in, this model for infographics I had which was um because I was making them in a marketing department at a company I was at for a while. And uh, I was just really taken back by this way to communicate, you know, and dude with a sign is um, it's run by this guy and it's from, can I swear? I can swear, right? Yeah. yeah. No, oh, trust me. Yeah. You're good. Right, <laughs> There's no shit, filter bitch. on this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's run by this guy at this company called fuck Jerry. They were a meme company. Now they're a digital marketing company. And the guy who's in the photos, I'm pretty sure he's like the project manager of the whole thing. So, um, I mean, these are people that create the ebbs and flows of the internet. I can never compete with that. But, I mean, I saw you it. Relate. I was... Every, the shit that you post, like, it's, like, extremely relatable. Even the one when you posted the open the case of Carol Baskin. <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm that trying. Was, that was great. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm trying. Um, I don't think uh you know i've i've probably got right now like 40 to 50 pieces of content saved and i've got another 20 conservatively like saved on my phone um i really kind of do it in batches because like i don't i don't really have um burnout before you even <laughs> get somewhere yeah i mean i'll know when i need to quit it's just not there yet um and i have like ideas of how to expand what i'm doing um but I mean, it just kind of comes in waves. And so I just kind of batch and put it away, you know, and, you know, this is, you know, I do have other jobs and I do have other interests as well. And um, this is, this only very recently became something that like, okay, there's like, I don't want to say sustainability from it. I don't know what the right word is. <laughs> it's, uh, it's as fascinating to me as it is to everyone else, right? Um, all that's happening with it, I should say. Now you were uh, last year. You were you were gonna delete it, weren't you? I was gonna delete it. Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, I thought about it. I thought about it for a long time. Um, why, what made you? Well, I guess what made you want to, and then why didn't you? I guess is a way to word it. 
<laughs> what made me want to do it was uh it you know it takes a long time to really um what i learned it takes a long time to get people to understand what you're doing um and so let me think about it i was doing it and i was still kind of refining the character that was part of it and so the character is just me in my gym clothes when i got out of the marine corps i had a ton of these like od green shirts and uh I was like, okay, that'll just be my gym clothes. Like, that's not a big deal. You know, they're cheap. Every year I buy like three of them and I throw the three oldest <laughs> ones away. You know, like the ones uh, that are like, you hold them up and you can see like light oh, bulbs. Yeah, like, just, like, yeah. yep. <laughs> they're sheer. Yeah, it looks like they're, it looks like I bought them from Shein, the website. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can tell I have daughters. I know like metaculture of like girl clothes. I um, don't know. I couldn't even begin to. My best friend, she's all about that shit. She called and FaceTimed me the other day and was like, well, this is what happens when I drunk Sheen. I'm like, yeah, what, yeah, does yeah. Even, what does that even mean? And she spent like she just poured this huge bag out of clothes that she got in the mail. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. Like. I go to either Boot Barn or Walmart 90% of the time for <laughs> like all of my stuff. So. Use what works. Um, you know, so yeah, that's basically, uh, <laughs> that's basically what I did though. Um, I wish I need to do that. Boot Barn. I haven't been to Boot Barn in forever. Oh um, my God, I could live at Boot Barn. Um, no, I, but yeah, I had these, <laughs> these shirts basically and I use them for everything like yard work, working on my cars, um, like they're green, they're easy, you know, just throw them away. Like if oh yeah, it's not a big of a deal. And so um, I was like, I really need to get rid of my identity in this. And so I'll hide it. And so I'll just dress like this and then I'll put my hat backwards and then dress like a boot. <laughs> yeah. I'll just, I'll dress like a boot basically. <laughs> and um, there was a lot, there was a lot of discussions uh, spent talking about my tattoos um, there was a lot of, uh, like, this guy's an idiot. I don't get it, which is fine. And, um, the main part was nobody really got the joke. And, uh, uh, it was, I was like, man, the internet sucks. I just remember thinking that, like, like they took it very, it was very, very surface level. Um, which, you know, um, I, I didn't anticipate the learning curve of an audience, which I never really did it for an audience. I just thought it was funny. And then like slowly, but surely I was, as I started to get rid of it, May 1st was when it, the day I decided to delete it. Um, uh, was, uh, there was a post I did for like Captain Crozier, the Navy commander or Navy captain, uh, the mm -hmm. ship who was, you know, his whole ship had COVID. He was like trying to talk to people and he was basically being, told by the government like i oh, don't have covid and he's like no we've, we've got a ship full of covid this is bad <laughs> and so then he got they got relieved of his command right he didn't stop you know he did what was right by his uh, troops and he was like listen like we got hella covid on this boat and uh the navy was like ah, are you sure and he's like positive and so they relieved him of his command it's so, such a big deal barstool covered it not just uh zero block three but barstool covered it and um i you know i put that post up and and then it just it just took off like a rocket. Um, it took off like a rocket and uh, went from like 300 followers to like a thousand. And then it just kind of keeps going ever since then. It's just kind of continued to, to grow after that. 
mm-hmm. to a point now to where I'm, I'm still trying to figure out like what's next. Um, I've noticed like trends, like you hit certain levels to where like growth slows down or things are easier, things are harder. It just takes time. But um, I know it's, I've never really paid attention. So it was never really a growth thing that I worried about. It was just the engagement. Right. And so once, once that post went out, it was like, people were like, Oh, that was like what it felt like. Like the internet collectively went, Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, he's not Here's just your sign, an literally. Yeah. 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 Easy. I don't want to get sued by that guy. I'm sure he's, <laughs> I'm sure he's waiting for me to say something stupid and be like, listen, kid, you gotta pay me. Um, so that's yeah yeah that's yeah that was it, it was he just... probably does have trademark shit on that <laughs> oh yeah he does yeah 100 yeah you're in trouble now you said it um oh, fuck. yeah no it, it it was just you know take it takes time to like find your voice and what you're doing and like i just kept what's funny is like i've never really shifted um i've always done the same thing like it's all it's all it's all in my head it's all like creative ways to talk about serious topics you know like um one of the funniest ones to me is like, have you heard anything about the 3M lawsuit? And um, oh yeah, <laughs> and that one's funny because we're all kind of deaf because of it. But you would never. It's like just a play on word, just like a real dad joke. Um, but most people are like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So I was like, yeah, that's the point. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm sure there's like nine dollars I'll get when I'm like fifty. But <laughs> no, that that's. Um, that was um that's basically been it so i just continue to try and have these conversations about stuff and it's evolved where i am as a person um you know i i was working at a for-profit healthcare company until july of 2020 and um now i you know work at several different companies now so uh, but um what else do you do i mean there's more to zach so what what more is there (laughs) not that much um really um you know, I work at, I have a job at Black Rifle Coffee Company. Um, uh, you know, I work there doing content with them. I also like uh, do other stuff with other companies as well that like sponsor my page and stuff like that. And so like I do like consulting work a little bit um, for like internet things and I'm continuing to refine some other things and uh, not sounding like overly and unnecessarily mysterious. I've got a few other projects coming. Just <laughs> I don't want to like pull the trigger on like oh, I'm announcing them like that's lame but like I'm just, right. I just it's just not ready yet it's like no I get that and I will I will literally burn something down b- before like uh prematurely doing something necessarily like just to do it um I just don't like that but I'm looking into a few other things like I'm I don't know I just have this fascination with storytelling and I think uh I'm gonna continue to do stuff in that vein if that makes sense Oh, I like that. The storytelling. No, that's kind of like, that's what like with the podcast. I mean, this thing, I did not expect it. I mean, I just started in February of this year. Yeah. And that's just because I was just so tired of, because we all know like being active duty, like I have to watch, especially in the Marine Corps. Oh my God. I have to watch what I say. I have to watch what I post. I have to, yeah, there's just shit. I just can't say in post. Even if mm-hmm. I have to put that little disclosure, like these are my personal opinions. They're still going to get your ass. Mm-hmm. and so I'm like you know what podcast there doesn't have to be a face even though sometimes I put my face kind of my face out there that's the beauty with COVID too oh my god the fucking COVID everybody wears a fucking mask I was like yes it's not yeah. weird <laughs> like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mask on. like 
Oh my goodness. So your guys' motto is be the change you want to see. Yeah. Where, I mean, why is that your, why, why is that your motto? Um, <laughs> that's so cliche with some of these questions. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, oh. you know what? Interview over. Um, <laughs> I don't like the questions. No. Peace out. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so lame. Um, no, I, um, I have, uh, you know, I've, 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 uh, you have to chop up some of my thinking. Um, for, for one, I'm trying not to be verbose, and I even hate that I said that word, but that's the best way to describe what I'm thinking right now. Like saying I behoove before you even know it. Nah, most people don't even use behoove <laughs> in the right way. I'm just trying not to be like too grandiose and be like, "Well, this all came to me from on high, as if as if the Lord Himself spoke down from asunder." You know, like I don't want to do that, but. Um, uh the be the change you want to see thing is i know it's incredibly lame um but the be the change you want to see thing is just uh this i this idea i had where i used to work at a nonprofit, and people like always say stuff like well the va sucks that's my complaining veteran's voice like well the va you know you go there and cry i hate you (laughs) yeah no you go to the va and they want to kill you first off that's not true like the VA, like it might not be the highest level of care to which you're accustomed to, but the VA does not have a like mandate that says, you know, what do we do with veterans? They're like, we kill them. All right, go to work. Like, like that's not how the VA works. The pep talk before the day yeah. starts every Monday. Yeah, the charge nurse comes in and is like, listen, you know, here on the second floor, what do we do with veterans? We killed them. All right, cool. <laughs> like, it's just not what happens. So, I've, you know, and I, I hated, I hated that. It, and I always be like, okay, so the VA is not good or whatever. What are your ideas to fix it? I'm like, I don't know. You, blank to do it. Or, uh, well, we should, uh, I don't know. And so I just came up with this philosophy where people never really had ideas. And, um, excuse me, um, they never really had ideas. And I'd be like, okay, you, I don't want to hear somebody's opinion about something if they don't have an idea about how to make it better. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. oh yeah like, no that that makes that, that makes perfect fucking sense like if you're gonna like uh i equate it like if i went to like a cancer ward and i'd be like dude cancer sucks right and they'd be like yes no um, shit sherlock thank you yeah so that's um and i'm not belittling that in any way shape or form i'm just trying to give like the most extreme example of it possible and that's what it feels like when it comes about veterans talking about like veteran military culture as a whole they're just kind of um um lamb lampooning it like making fun of it but they have no real ways to fix it and so my way of fixing it or at least the way i'm doing right now is to have like a real conversation about how to make it better and try to create a community online so like the page really has become uh, much more than just like um you know like a character i created it's become a community and um something i lean into because it makes me be accountable for my actions and be responsible and so i try to promote that within the page as well um you know like making fun of myself i always try to do that because i think it's a li- i not because i think i'm hilarious i think i'm dumb but um well you've had me crying through this so <laughs> you're just being really kind and i appreciate that <laughs> oh um God. I'm going to be doing a tight five at the comedy store next week. So everybody can hear my stand up. Um, but no, it's just, it, I don't, 
trying to not say anything bad, but in regards of what? Well, no, it's just like veterans suck. And so like we're like the Oh no, hardest... we preach well, I literally talk we're about the that. I think I've got help. Yeah. yeah. No shit, because that's literally a lot of things I talk about. Like especially we call it obviously the bro vet culture. It's my fucking absolute favorite. Is and you're right. No, it is the hardest fucking group of people to help. Like everybody's so gun ho, like we all want to help each other, but then like when we offer the fucking help, like ugh. like you just that's what you, I just hear is ugh. like yeah. Well, I mean <laughs> that's all I hear. <laughs> they're busy. They're busy thinking up uh, lies about their deployments. They're about to say so. Um, no, it's just like bro vet culture. Like it's weird that it's become a style. It's weird that it's become like oh, God, this yeah. thing, and like. Most it's of like my cool ex- to be a bro vet when really it's fucking not. You're a fucking yeah. douche. Like, and most Jesus. of them never deployed, much less did anything. So like, it's it's insane. It's like a real pet peeve of mine. Um, you know, because like, especially when I was in a nonprofit, I was amazed at the amount of people that would just boldface lie to me and be like, uh, you know, Dakota Meyer, and I'd be like, yeah, the guy that won the Medal of Honor. Yeah, we were in boot camp together. Bro, you're 60. <laughs> you weren't in boot camp with Dakota Meyer. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's like everyone lied. Like, it's always big lies. Like, I gave him the Medal of Honor. You know, you did? You're the president? Yeah, I'm, I'm President Barack Obama. <laughs> it's always weird stuff like that. So, um, no, so like, um, I just wanted to try and I, I think if we have a higher level of accountability, um it'll increase our responsibility because like it's not up to civilians to like fix us i think it's up to us to be like examples um it's sad too because like civilians care more about like us than we do about our own brothers and sisters it's so fucking sad and it's like anytime i've noticed this too especially since i've been doing like this whole um the whole fucking podcasting and the more people i keep finding out i'm like what the what the fuck you're preaching all this shit where i'm like and then you over here being a fucking dickwad. I'm like, what? What are you doing? And then they're putting down people because they're finally having the courage to talk about things, to talk about, you know, their trauma or, you know, their PTSD or trying to like help normalize this, like normalize getting help. And then the veteran community turns around and just bashes them. Oh, well, you just want attention. You just want to sell your merchandise. You just want to do that. Shut, shut the fuck up. If they're talking about their issues, let them talk about their issues. If that's what helps them fucking cope and be better then let them do it and quit being a dick that's why I literally have this written almost everywhere is like for especially for my marines to see it's like you don't have to be a good person just don't be a dick like you don't have to be one of those people this is just me I mean you might think differently but like you don't have to be one of those people that has to go out of your everlasting whatever everlasting way whatever the fuck (laughs) whatever (laughs) um have a podcast and don't know how to talk but I dig it. <laughs> like, I swear to God, every episode, I, I fuck up, whatever. Um, oh, whatever. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying, though. You don't have to go out of your way to just, you know, be this extravagant person to help all these different people. You don't have to help a fucking soul. But don't go out of your way to be a dick to somebody because they're talking about their experience in the military, their experience in life, or, you know, with my platform is with, like, military sexual trauma or the domestic violence or anything like that. Like it's just, why, why go out of your way? My fucking friend, Lonnie, she's deployed. Like she, she's done it all. Like, and she, that's where she built her platform. She wrote books about it, her time in the army, um, especially on her deployments. And then she wrote like about her domestic violence case. Like she's been doing stuff, talking about it, 
normalizing it, putting resources out there. And I swear to God, the bro vet culture has like, like she's, she's quitting. She's, she's about to quit doing everything because for the last three years, the bro vet culture has come at her 50 shades of fucked up because they just want to tell her she's screaming for attention or like, she doesn't even make profit off the book. Like, and she does, she goes out of the community. She does all kinds of stuff to help victims. Uh, her name's Lonnie Hankins. She runs the cruise corner podcast. And I do a lot of, um, excuse me. I do a lot of work with her. Like we do a monthly round table, um, with one of our buddies, who's also a Marine. And like, we do a lot of, we do a lot of collaboration work, but it's just like the stuff that she sends me that people come at her so crazy. Like there was one time that she posted a picture about, and she had makeup on. That's what it was not even had anything to do with the picture. She had makeup on though. Some bro vet fucking dude that got out back in the seventies, literally destroyed, like wrote this book about how can you talk about these topics, you know, your PTSD and your trauma from when you did this and this and this, when you're wearing makeup, like mm. what the, what the fuck? But I've noticed that. I mean, I have, I've That's been weird. lucky enough where I haven't had to deal with that shit yet, but like watching what she goes through in like three years of it and they just don't stop. And I'm like, what, what, what is the point? And I've seen it on other things with other people. And it's like, what, what do you satisfaction? Well, I guess her way of putting it is hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, no, that's a, I think that's the same from AA actually. Um, <laughs> no, I, um, yeah, I, I think that's the best way to describe it. Um, in general, I, the internet's like people's first draft thoughts and they just kind of fire them out. And I've, I have found in my own experience, the biggest problem with the internet is the lack of accountability. Again, mm-hmm. that, so there's no responsibility. So like some dude will like comment about like the example you just gave, and I'm not even gonna try to sum it up because it would fall short of what you did. But um, <laughs> that's just really weird. Like just in that's general. Saying, that's like a weird flex, bro. Like, okay. <laughs> that's not a flex. Um, it's, I, I wouldn't just, it is a weird flex, bro, but it's like weird. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna put this woman in her place. Those are not thoughts I have. But exactly, I've the older I get, the more I've come to realize that that seems to be rare. Like there's a lot of like, I'm going to show you something energy on the Internet that I don't get. I've never understood. And I just find it unfathomable, Um, you know, uh, you know, especially as I've, I've grown up now, you know, I've got two daughters and I've got a wife, you know, just seeing the difference between the way people interact with me and the way people interact with my wife and my children um it's um it's highly unusual to say the least uh like um to this day people will say stuff they'll be like oh you know you have kids i'm like yeah you know i've got two daughters and they're like oh that sucks and i was like why does it suck they're not gonna date your mongrel looking son like what do you mean like (laughs) like why would you say that somebody said that to me very recently like and i I don't know. I, my first thought was, man, I was just still in the Marine Corps. I just hit this person or like just act a different way. But like people in general um, treat women differently to a way that I just don't understand. Um, and I don't get it. Um, it doesn't make sense. And it's, it's not healthy. It's uh, it's wrong. Right. I think that might be the easiest way to say it. it's, it's wrong. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. the idea, the idea that I as a male 
would ever be like uh, talking to a woman because they they wore makeup and deciding like they can't do it because of their trauma. Like that just seems like that person doesn't need to be able to vote anymore. You know? Yeah. yeah. Reproduce, vote, none of that. That just that just stop. We don't. I mean, like, um, (laughs) yeah. I mean, like they probably think the Earth is flat. So probably makes sense. (laughs) It's weird, and like you know, in Brovet culture, like I don't. I always say, like, um, it's our fault. It's all of our fault. It's your fault. It's my fault. You know. Oh, you're right. Because we don't, like you said, we don't hold these people accountable. Yeah, we never hold people accountable. So we just we thought it was funny the first time a guy with a beard who didn't have a personality said something in a truck. And he was like, hey, my name's so-and-so. And I was in the Marines and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, now it's become. Oh, my God. That's a trend that just needs to die already. Yeah. Like, um, it's, it's old. Like, if you decide that you want to sit there, put your sunglasses on, sit in your truck, and literally have, like, this big, long rant, I'm like, it's, it's stop. Just and they always start out with it. qualifiers, but their qualifiers are never good, which I think is hilarious but um because their qualifiers are always like hey my name's so-and-so i was uh i was in the marines from you know 2001 to 2001 and i just wanted to tell you you know as someone who works in the iron industry that afghanistan's not going well and you're like what what are we talking about oh my god that's so oh my god when this shit happened with afghanistan again back in august yeah holy fuck my timeline I'm like, everybody, okay, are we all, stop, like, just, (laughs) the amount of people who don't even understand what counterinsurgency is, trying to explain counterinsurgency was fascinating, (laughs) Um, oh my god, and I was, like, living in that, like, that whole world, and watching the shit that people were, like, putting on these videos, and, because my unit was a big part, not being there, but as the response team to everything, Mm. and it, oh my god, I'm just, like, Please stop. Just please. I can't say the shit I need. I want to say, but you shut the fuck up. <laughs> like that's all I want to say right now. Just shut the fuck up, please. I had people that never even served that I went to high school with that were voicing up their opinions, and I would just put like some dumbass gif. Like yeah, I mean, I put um, it in Facebook jail a couple times where I was just putting just stupid gifs. I've been in Facebook jail way too many times, but I'm surprised they haven't deleted my shit yet. But it's fine. Well, but like, uh, it was like all of a sudden people were like, oh yeah, there's still a war going on. And it was just kind of um, <laughs> disheartening, <laughs> um, you know, and then people were like, oh yeah, it's really bad. I mean, I mean, the whole thing that happened, the, the worst part about it was how, was how preventable all of it was. I mean, oh, people absolutely. died recklessly. I mean, not nec- uh, people died needlessly. Um, like that it was a hundred percent preventable. Um, in my opinion, like there could have. I mean, like we've, we've done this for a long time. Right. Um, but it, it, at least the way it was unfolding and from what I understand from it, there were so many different things that just, it was, um, I don't say it was a retreat, but we were falling back like in retrograde while all these things were happening. And, um, because it was done so hastily, things just weren't done as safely as they should have been. And, um, it was sad to see that those lives had to I mean, those, those Marines and uh, sailor had to die because of that, um, you know, and, you know, to see all this, how, how Afghanistan is now, it's just this new power vacuum in that part of the world. And, uh, you know, my, my personal opinion has been like, I don't know why we've ever left in the first place. I don't think we should have ever left. Um, we never left uh, countries like Japan or Germany. They're doing pretty well. 
two economic powerhouses in the global world. Um, we know we have bases all over the place. I don't know why we just didn't leave like two bases in Afghanistan, to be honest. I know. I, I understand completely. Like in Bagram and Kandahar, I, it wasn't, it's not that hard. Like it's not, it's not like a foreign concept for us. Like it's, we, there's like a precedent set, you know, like yeah. uh, when, um, so there's this show that came out on Netflix, it's called The Defeated. And it's about this cop. I think it's a true story. This cop who goes to Berlin to help establish um, a police force in Berlin post-World War II. Because as history has shown us, post-war, after we leave, you know, to the victor goes the spoils and things get chopped up. It's kind of, there's this failed state time that happens and you have to stand a country back up and reestablish infrastructure and things like that. And um that's what that show's about. I'm like, there's literally a show about this. Like, I don't understand why we can't, uh, you know. It's like everything, everything in the world. Like we all have the, all the answers in front of us. It's even yeah. on Netflix. It's on Hulu. Like just watch the fucking show and be like, oh, oh. Yeah, we've done it. Like we've done it. Like afterwards we helped them establish a police force. And we helped them govern it. So um, I don't know. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's how I feel. I feel um, like the bro vet culture even came, like they were kind of like, not necessarily hiding in their little rabbit holes, but like once this happened, they were all like, what's that? What? Oh, okay. And then they are just like full fucking blast of everything. It was like, fuck back in my day when I served in Afghanistan and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm sorry, but stop. Just like I said, you don't have to be a good person. Just don't be a dick. Like it's not the hard. Yeah. I don't know. It's not, it's not fun. <laughs> No. Um, it's it's not fun to see the people that that have honestly just made a living exaggerating and lying about their military service. It's uh, it bothers me a lot more mm. than it should, um, but I can't help it. Uh, it's just a reality. People were like trying to get like ten percent off at O'Reilly's Auto Parts or something, and then <laughs> pretending uh, pretending uh, like they you know were out there hooking and jabbing and. Uh, I, th- I think uh, ultimately the reason it makes me so uncomfortable or I'm so upset with it is just because um, they didn't really pay the price, right? Like I'm, a ter- I'm, I'm different. Like my family's different. Generationally, we're all different because of it. And mm-hmm. so when people, you know, kind of stretch and embellish and stuff, even just slightly, like it's just so disrespectful to all the people that have come before them and will go after them. And uh, it's this weird thing because, you know, we'll – all right so here's here's what i've been thinking about this a lot lately you ever heard of iwo jima um <laughs> no i'm just a marine and never heard of iwo jima That's all fine. right so iwo jima <laughs> so um no um iwo jima um you know the flag raising right mm-hmm. one of the guys who uh it was claimed this guy named ray gagnon who said yeah yeah that's me holding a flag up on the thing right he spent his whole life telling people He's even in the movie. He's a character in the movie Flags of Our Fathers. He spent his whole life telling people he's one of the dudes on Iwo Jima who hoisted the flag. I know it was a photo op and everything else. And I get all that. Honestly, after those men took that island, they could do whatever they wanted. I could care less, right? But Ray Gagnon went into his grave telling every single person he knew that he was on Iwo Jima and raised that flag. Guess what Ray Gagnon didn't do? Raise that flag. He didn't raise that flag. I think I heard because I took son, my Marine. Ray Gagnon Jr. is quoted as saying, I don't know why my dad has spent his whole life lying to everyone. 
There was a story. So I took my Marines up for the Marine Corps birthday. I took them up to the um, the museum in Quantico. And because uh, uh-huh. we didn't have a fucking ball again this year. But there was a guy because they I don't know if you've ever have you ever been to the museum? I have. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. But there's a, a guy that's always like our guy or female that's always sitting there with the Iwo Jima flag. He literally told us that's that exact story. Not yeah, it just, exact, it just, like, yeah, no, it just, it, it just came out. So like that dirt bag went into his grave. Oh, he's the greatest generation. I, whatever. He's some old dude. He literally spent his whole life on stolen valor. So that's if that insane. happened with that, right. If that happened with like, to a point, like it was in like stars and stripes or something. Like his son was like, I don't, my dad spent his whole life lying. And it's wild because there's like pictures of him and his dad and his dad's like doing like a commercial or something. And like, when I see the picture, I'm like, that guy knows he's a dirtbag. And he did, right? He did fight. I don't know what he did in World War II. None of that matters. But the reality of it is. that could be almost though, like he was so far into the lie that he literally convinced himself that he, like he believed it. Like, I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. No. Um, I mean, it, it definitely is. I mean, that's, and just ask any politician. Um, <laughs> hey, oh, that was a lame dad joke. That was, can you delete that? I literally, but, no, my fucking dude, he is like the king be of fucking dad jokes. So I, I challenge I think him I wake right up. now. <laughs> <laughs> he will gladly take you up on that because he, yeah. like, it, our family, like his family, like his side of it has a group chat. And I swear to God, like, oh, now I see where you get it from. It's, it's dad jokes all day long yeah like they told one about the fucking pine needles i don't even know something about a christmas tree and the pine needles falling i don't remember what it was but it's every day i get one in the morning and usually at night when i get dad jokes oh tell him to tell him to add me so i can plus (laughs) it up but no i definitely will tell him (laughs) no it's um it's something i can't stop thinking about recently is that this dude he knew like he knew he wasn't there like those those they they climbed up a volcano basically right mm-hmm. they had machine gun nests they kept coming across i mean it, it was hell it was hell to get that island and they did that thing it was a photo op yeah for sure no big that happens in every war in every moment i could care oh. less if it's the first flag or the second flag the point is he spent his entire life being like yeah bro that's me yeah that's me when he didn't do it if that guy can do it that's what I think every time someone tells me a story about their military service, I go, yeah, hey, man, the guy from Yojima lied. This dude's probably lying too. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This dude's probably lying too. Like he doesn't know David Goggins. Like, I'm just going to stand still and just be like, okay, yeah, yeah, totally. You've got three medals of honor. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, well, because you can't just go out like calling people out for because that's exhausting. You just gotta be like, yeah, cool. And just not engage. Um, oh, yeah. because, uh, you know, like, um, it's like, oh yeah, you're a Navy SEAL Green Beret. Yeah, cool. Yeah, totally, dude. Yeah, so great. Yeah, totally. I got it. That's my favorite one, especially like when those stupid pages put those those videos out. Like, I don't ever see this stuff because I don't like follow the hashtag Mill Talk or whatever. But some of these ones where they're like, they say stupid shit like that. Where I'm a Navy SEAL, Navy SEAL Green Beret. Like, what? Yeah, like, cool. That Lisa, awesome. If you're yeah. gonna make the effort to be that dumb or like put some dumb shit out like that, at least Google. Like Google, literally, Google is so easy no, to use. <laughs> no, forget that. Yeah, I'm Dev Guru. Yeah, I'm the king of Dev Guru. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. Totally. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, oh, I know Jocko. I taught him how to do pull-ups. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't care. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, I do Joe Rogan. Like shit. Oh my god, I met a guy. Mm, he's in the army. He's actually stationed two hours from here, 
and he has a podcast and he literally talks about like want to be Joe Rogan oh I know Joe Rogan like what the fuck not the fucking nobody knows Joe Rogan the people that know Joe Rogan don't talk about that they know Joe Rogan like stop nobody can be that's the one thing I hate about especially with the veteran podcast world oh my god it's like everybody wants they even say that I think I've heard a bunch of episodes from different people who are like well we just want to be like Joe Rogan nobody's gonna nobody is yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I get it. I want to have the largest <laughs> platform ever, too. Oh, but absolutely. Like, but you just nobody's going to touch Joe Rogan ever. That man, literally, it's always something new with him. Like, well, I don't I mean, even think of Joe Rogan as a fucking podcast host. I still remember him from fucking Fear Factor. Like, that's yeah, what no, I think Joe that. Rogan. His comedy is hilarious. I, oh, I yeah. like that he's a man always questioning things. Um, the thing that I like about him is nothing that most people like. I like that he doesn't, re- he does what he wants when he wants, how he wants. Exactly. Like, Don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, yeah. He's like, yeah, whatever, bro. Like when people were like, Spotify employees are upset. Like he recently was like, nobody called me. He's like, nobody, why would they call me? He's like, he's like, do you think I care? He's like, do you think the CEO of Spotify was like, Joe, stop? He's like, no, they just told me I have the most downloaded podcast in the world. He's like, none of that's real. And like, that's reality. Like um, someone who can like, really just be a change agent while on their own accord i think something to aspire to um and it's i mean it's weird to see a shift in that um because i remember like when you know tonight shows on that stuff were so big and like oh yeah they're not even close now um and if i was a celebrity and somebody's like hey you want to do like carpool karaoke i'd be like no i want you to hit me with that car instead that'll be better (laughs) Than having play to Frogger. Like, oh, there's there's a TV show. Play Frogger with celebrities. Yeah, like, oh, like little, real Gordon. live Frogger, not the fucking arcade. Yeah, as long as I don't have to sing a Mariah Carey song, just hit me with a car. I don't care. So, no, I I think it's I think it's just been interesting to see like there's a real shift. Like I was in the Marine Corps, I was in the infantry, I deployed twice Afghanistan. Like I had a very unique experience. Um, I was able to do everything I wanted in the four years, and I got it. Uh, you know, held every position in an infantry rifle squad, was a squad leader, done. And uh, that's that I understand that that's rare. Um, I don't believe and, you. <laughs> well, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, that's, uh, I've got the receipt. For listeners, I was just kidding. Jesus no, Christ. No, it's fine. Um, uh, yeah, I will <laughs> I'll screenshot all of the things. No, but like, I understand that. So I've come to this very real recent or, uh, realization is that like, that's not the military anymore. Like the war's over. Um, people just from the time I was in to the time I got out, deployments were cut in half. Um, and so I'm kind of like in a, I was retired. I'm in a position to where like, you know, most people won't go to combat anymore. Not for like another 10 to 20 years, hopefully. Cause that would mean we're not in another war, but, um, I think it's my time to learn more and listen more and try to be a, you know, kind of a voice uh, of remembering without distracting from the present, if that makes sense. See, and that's what I like about you and why, like, I was cool with, or not cool, fucking weird word. (laughs) That's why I wanted to collab with you too, because you, a lot of veterans, what the problem is too, is that it's almost like you can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's yeah. the things times are always changing. The military mm-hmm. is always everything. It's not even just the fucking military. You've got your generation, no matter what you do, whether it's the military, law enforcement, first responder, 
whatever job it is, even healthcare, the generation is going to change. I mean, we don't just talk about fucking millennials or Gen Z or whatever the fuck everybody else is. I don't even know what those all are, but those, that's what I'm saying. Like it's a, it's not, it is rare to find, or maybe it's just not, I shouldn't say rare, but not a lot of veterans are open to the fact that shit is just, it's just different. It's just how the world works. It's not that, you know, all the, the old core, new core, things are soft. It's a different fucking time. Like you said, yeah. this is a generation that's probably 90% of the chance not going to see combat because we're not in a dying war. We're not, and it's yeah. almost like people are at faulting. Yeah, they're doing stupid TikToks, but I mean, people are almost faulting these service members because they're not going to combat and getting fucked up which is i think kind of a weird thing too because it's like why would you want to i mean yeah you know you join the military to fight wars and stuff but if we're in peacetime like that's a good fucking thing that we're in peacetime like what the fuck yeah i mean i'm not sure if i would have joined the military in a peacetime if i'm completely honest uh that wasn't the you know, 9-11 happened when I was in eighth grade. That was what I wanted to serve. I went at the time I was convinced the war was going to be over and had another 10 plus years in it by the time I got into it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I really appreciate that. I'm, I don't know. I just don't feel everyone wants combat, but they don't understand what it costs. And exactly. Um, that's what I'm saying. Kind of, they act like that's a bad thing. Well, I mean, and again, I, I hate to say this, bad wording, but, but I get, I get what you mean. Well, I mean, no, most people are lying, like just straight up when it comes to people's military service, most of them are lying. Like if you put a hundred people in a room, 1% of them are telling the truth. Like, so it's where the smallest, if you take like military people, people that have served, it's a very small percentage. I think it's like 1%, right? And then you take another percentage of that, 1% of that 1% went to combat. And then 1% of that 1% of that 1% um, actually like, conducted combat operations so the smallest of smallest of groups have like done direct action type stuff and um but whenever i go to a vfw everyone there has like mowed down people with an m60 you know what i mean so it's it's just not realistic and it's it's weird um to want something like that because it's it's not what people think it is um i mean i'm 34 now I just very recently in the past few years have started like examining all the things i was going through things i've been through and it was only because yeah i mean when i got out uh, two weeks later i was going to school working full-time uh working three days a a week in a hospital as a medical receptionist and uh, it was the only job i could get and then going to school full-time too and uh, while raising two children and being married and i did that for a few years and i got a bachelor's and i got a master's and it wasn't until what are your degrees in curiosity uh, uh, psychology and I have a master's in business administration. Oh, nice. And um, it wasn't until like 2016 or 17 that I was able to kind of look up and be like, oh, I'm, I need to work on some stuff um, because I, I didn't have time. Um, I had so much going on. And, you know, it's, it's definitely making excuses, but I just, you know, it's a very military thing to like just keep moving. And, um, you know, I just wanted to try and provide a life for my family, which I've been able to do so. And I'm blessed that it's happened, but it was just every day trying to get things done. But then I like looked at my behavior and stuff and like, I just wasn't happy with who I was. No, and that's the one thing that I've, I've talked about this before is that a lot of the times people don't realize like that they actually like 
have trauma <laughs> or like mm-hmm. shit going on on the inside until like it doesn't just hit you out of nowhere or hit you like right after shit happens like sometimes like you just don't realize until years down the road mm-hmm. then i mean and you realize it, and a lot of people a lot of people do that and a lot of people don't and i think that's like also with the brovet culture like they either just want to ignore it or they don't see the problem within themselves when really like it's screaming out by the way that they act so like that's actually really good on you for you to like realize like hey okay well shit i got i got some things i need to work on like here we are so let's do it yeah i mean i'm, I'm really glossing over uh giving you the nice version of it <laughs> but yeah I'll, I'll take it no i just wasn't happy i wasn't a good father i wasn't a good husband i wasn't happy um you know but like when you're uh you know i was going to monday through friday going to work and then tuesdays and thursdays i was at school from four to eight um you know there wasn't a lot of like me time and um you know i've I've kind of stuck in this mentality where i just i just wasn't happy it wasn't all the way happy you know i've even kind of taken some more time to reflect over the past year in COVID of what i wanted to do more and you know, deep down in my soul, I think the thing I like doing most is telling stories and I like being creative and that doesn't really work in normal uh, corporate America. And uh, so I've tried to find ways to navigate that, which that means, you know, um, do what I'm doing now, which I'll do until I feel it's done. I don't know when that'll be. Um, but I think my muse will tell me whatever that is. And um I'll move on to the next thing. I mean, I have plans for the future and everything else. I just, uh, I don't know. Kind of vibing out kind of thing. Well, it's just like, I'm not going to hold up signs until I'm 40, man. Um, <laughs> uh, like, it's just kind of lame. Uh, <laughs> but um, it is, it is, it's, it's really lame. Um, but I will continue to use this as a platform for community as long as I, I feel that it's uh, reciprocated, which my measurement for that isn't like likes or comments or stuff. It's, it's a quality. Like it's just the way people interact with it, the way people interact with each other, you know, that as long as I feel like I'm, it's still continuing to be a place where people go to for community, I'll, I'll keep it going. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense. So kind of wrap up some things. If there was, okay. I don't even know how to fuck put this into words. Well, all right. Maybe I won't wrap it up. Um, <laughs> So if there's one thing, do you have like a a goal or is there something that you have seen or that you want to see coming out of this? Or I don't know how to fucking word this. Wow. Get it fucked together, Jay Marie. Um, (laughs) So is there something that you would like to see come out of this? Or is it just kind of like, hey, here it is. You know, we're here normalizing, you know, like the mental health stigma, putting out important information and also putting humor behind it as well. Is that kind of just like what it is sort of thing or yeah, I guess. I yeah. Know. I think if my only goal was just to eventually where it's not just about veterans anymore, I don't think, uh, I don't think it needs to just be that um, I'm pushing it in that direction and I will continue to do so. Um, I know it's called like veteran with a sign. That's all right. But I, I mean, you it. are a, a fucking veteran with a sign. I mean, I <laughs> even it. if you're not addressing just veteran military shit, like that's, yeah <laughs> well what my i mean honestly my plan is to use uh, military veteran community as a bridge between the outside civilian world because the harsh reality is now that the wars finally come to an end and less and less people have served than ever there's only going to continue to be a gap between people that have served and people who have not and we have to have ways to communicate the issues and things we're going through like 
we're just now really starting to understand that burn pits are bad, which is hilariously sad because I don't, I don't know why it took so long to be like, Hey, you know, putting batteries and trash and plastic and lighting it on fire and living next to it for months at a time. Isn't good for your health. I don't, I don't know why we had to have scientists tell us that. Um, right. Like it's just fucking common sense. Yeah. Well, I mean the, I remember flames were like orange and green. I was like, that's not good. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're just not grasping that. And so I, I try to think along those lines. And so I'd like it to be a place people can talk about things they've gone through and ways they've overcome it. And uh, I think if I use that as the bridge between the two communities, that would be my greatest I like success. That. I like that. Well, so kind of what the episode was, you know, just talking, normalizing, you know, the mental health and that is trying times during the holiday season. If there's any piece of advice that you could put out there that could, I mean, pertain to really anybody, because I'm don't think all of my listeners are military, but whatever. Um, if there is a piece of advice that you could give out, what would it be? Put you on the spot. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. <laughs> Stay. You're worth fighting for. Yeah. I like that. Well, Zach, thank you so much for taking the time to come talk to me um, on your busy, busy schedule. It is a real, it's really appreciated. And this is a good conversation. Had me in tears and everything. Um, good tears, but <laughs> so again, thank you so much. And I'm glad, you know, that we've connected and I guess keep doing the damn thing. Thank you. Pleasure is mine. Of course. And on that note, I'm Jay Marie and I got so back. Women with an F up mind is not DOD affiliated or any branch of service. We are not endorsed by any of them, even the ones that we serve in. We're just about stating our opinions, talking about the experiences, and just, hell, stating public records. So I just wanted to make that clear because all we're about is making people uncomfortable, ruffling as many feathers as we can, and, you know, doing the damn thing.